You don't need culinary school to follow a recipe. We're self-taught, and you can be too. The show, hosted by two plant-based diet advocates, helping you get your healthy habits on lockdown. My cooking journey hasn't been a creative one. I'd say up until this last couple years. Now, I'm more comfortable than ever when it comes to trying new alterations in recipes. My point here is that you shouldn't feel bad if you need to stick to the recipe. In fact, I'm still like this and may always be. (laughs) My confidence was built off of successful recipes made in the past, which was built solely on experience. Now, Sarah, you're looking at me like I'm a crazy person. What do you have to say for yourself? (laughs) It's just the way you're talking. I'm sorry, but Peter, I would like to call you a recipe follower. Thank you. And I think that's great advice. Call it like you see it. Yeah, I think that's great advice for someone trying to cook healthy dishes when just starting out. And also, you're, you're more creative i would say now and probably because you started out by really following recipes to the t today though we're going to be talking about some tips so you can have success in the kitchen um we're going to be talking about things like practice just like anything in order to get good at healthy cooking it does take practice um we're going to also talk about how to figure out what you like how to have some fun and a few other good tips so lots of good stuff lined up here today so let's just jump right into it i like it with practice yes so the key here is to just make recipes and then make more recipes and then make some more recipes after that and just keep going it sounds like really simple but it's all about experience like cooking is completely about experience i think Two, a good thing to keep in mind is um, if you make one recipe and it doesn't turn out well, there's mm-hmm. there's a few things that could be to blame. One is you could have a, a, a bad recipe, a recipe that's not very clear, and maybe they missed a step, maybe they did something differently. Such or, a good point. Or maybe they just didn't explain it. Mm-hmm. explain what they were trying to yes. say yes. um recently we went to a barbecue and um one of my friend's mom she was making these coconut macaroons and she followed the recipe exactly and when she baked them they just completely fell apart and she was left with this blob and so she was like sarah like what happened and i was like i i don't know she's like it tastes good but i can't serve this blob you know Um, And so I put it in the food processor and we made it work, but it didn't look anything like the photo. So I think um, if you're trying recipes from the same provider, maybe it's a website and it's not working out, maybe try recipes from a different site. Yep. Yeah. Because if if one doesn't work out, yeah, you could just go just just try like making the same thing, but from somebody else's recipe Mm -hmm. because, well... It's not uncommon for recipes to have typos, yes, which can seriously mess you up 
in somewhere like the baking department. Yeah, and like... <laughs> you know, I mean, it's so easy to go wrong. And like, one thing, like, we create... I create recipes all the time, and like, I forgot to write in, like, add the banana mm-hmm. or add the flax. And our members are really great about kindly telling me like hey did you mean to do this or did you mean to do that yep because i mean we're human and like it's just it's it's so easy to make that mistake so i think one thing is to you know ask clarifying questions if you're getting it from a blog that's really easy to leave a comment or like if you're getting it from a big site like um like the food network or something i don't know how many healthy recipes they have but sometimes i'll look at the recipes or Whole Foods, you can see like people who have made the recipe in the comments. Comments, yeah. And if a lot of people are like, oh, this is great, this is great, this is great, then that's great usually a good sign. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so Sarah and I, I mean, we make dozens of recipes every week. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we we probably have like, I don't know, maybe even like once a week where it's like a recipe that just doesn't work out i just made i just made a recipe last night actually and um i was like feeling pretty confident and so i was just she like she was she was had like, her confident grin on i was like oh man i'm gonna make some brownies i'm gonna add zucchini i'm gonna make them grain free and peter just to top it off i'm gonna use that nut milk pulp with from the almonds and walnut milk and uh they did not taste good. So, so one thing is that in the recipe, she used garbanzo bean flour. Oh, I added some of that too. And so, I'll, I'll, I remember I was doing dishes and I look over and she's like stirring this thing up, you know, really getting in there. She looks over at me and she's like, you know, the one crappy thing about this is it has garbanzo bean flour and like I can't taste it. Like it, it will, it doesn't taste like it's like now like it will once it's cooked because it totally changes flavor and that's kind of like another like a little bit of like a tricky situation i swear like when you said that my confidence (laughs) kind of went down a little bit yeah because usually with like baked goods cookies and stuff if you taste the batter it's like oh this is good it's just gonna get better or taste the same when you bake them but i mean the key the key thing here is practice some things are going to turn out good some are but if you never put in the time like you'll never know absolutely and on and like so is we've only had one recipe in this last few months where like it was inedible (laughs) it was it was a it was like a vegan burger recipe but most of the time like you can still eat it you know, you can still eat it. Just do a little extra hot sauce on there. <laughs> All okay, right. But that's, yeah, I think that's such a great, th- I'm I'm so glad that you covered that because I wanted to touch on that as well. Perfect. Okay. So that's practice. So second one, set some time aside, mm-hmm. a.k.a. if you want to get better at cooking, you can't be the lazy person. No lazy pants. You have You have to practice. Like if you're... If you're um, nervous about it or making excuses, you seriously will not get better unless you set some time aside in the evenings, on the weekends, and just just try. We didn't mention this, but um, in the last little tip, but I wanted to say like get some cookbooks, you know, find mm-hmm. some recipes. And I don't know if anyone still prints these days. We don't really print but like save them on your phone or your computer or download them and just um figure out what day you have that you can go to the store get the ingredients and just 
practice making the recipe. Even like looking on YouTube, that's a good place to look for uh-huh. recipes. Yeah, and if, if you're still having a hard time finding time, I, I think you really just got to be honest with yourself. You gotta you gotta get to the root of that, and um, that that's the that's how you're gonna find the time to make more recipes. Because if if you're not really focusing on the reason why healthy cooking is important to you, why you want to eat healthier and and feel better and look better, like like that, you, you're not going to keep going. You you need to find the thing, the underlying reason that's going to keep you motivated day in and day out. Because it's not easy to prioritize. I mean, you you give up a lot. I mean, this when you're if you want to be like the healthiest version of you it it takes time and it takes money and um like that's just the way it is Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean it's it's totally worth it obviously all right it's time for this week's mini habit session where we share one simple thing we want you to implement this week to get the best results all right so this week i'm going to be talking about kitchen gear all right so make sure you have three things in your kitchen to start off, just basic. A big cutting board, a nice knife, not that dull one that's just sitting in the drawer and it's been there forever, and a large salad bowl even. With these three things, it will instantly clear some resistance that you may have to making something like a giant salad, like a big salad, like an entree salad that could be that could serve as a whole meal. Okay, so that's that's the tip for this week. And members, on Monday, we're going to be covering what's essential to have in your kitchen, what you don't need in your kitchen, and upgrades that you can make with the stuff you currently have. Awesome. I'm excited for that. All right, back at it. So our next piece of advice is to figure out what you like. One really good example is... Um, there, there has to be some healthy food that, that you like that you've had out. Maybe a friend's made for you or you've had at a restaurant. One example is um, a few years ago, Peter and I had Veggie Grill for the first time. Um, we actually don't eat there anymore because we found some weird ingredients um, yeah, I've, at their I've, menu. I have a lot of I have a lot of allergies, and so I had I basically had to ask them for like the their list. whole ingredient list for their whole menu, and let's just say we walked out of there. Like I don't even think we do. Did we order? No, or maybe we did order that time, but then we just said like this is gonna be the last time. Yeah, so that's kind of unfortunate. But okay. um, but anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, 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 that's fine. Um, before the first time we went there, I mean the food tastes awesome. We had this, well, I had this, um, the all-hail kale salad. It's super tasty. And it had, it was Mexican-based, but it had sweet potatoes. And I thought that was such an interesting combination. And so we recreated the salad, and now it's on our website. It's the Mexi-Kale salad. And it's been one of our most popular, most loved recipes in the seasonal diet. And that just came from figuring out what we liked at a restaurant and then recreating it at home. So if you're having a hard time coming up with healthy food that tastes good, think about what healthy food you like that other people create and try to figure out how you would go about recreating that. Yes, yes. I also want to throw out the option that if you need help 
with a healthy upgrade on a new recipe, you should join our Facebook group, mm. Friends of the Seasonal Diet. Yeah. Post your recipe and we'll give you some ideas that you can use to easily upgrade it. Yeah, that that Facebook group is kind of my fave. Like everybody's super helpful and a lot a lot of our members are really knowledgeable in that group. Um, and so if we don't know, I'm sure somebody in there can help you. Yeah. So. And I, I love the quick response too. Yeah. It's nice. All right. So how about dealing with criticism? Because we've all gotten some criticism on healthy stuff that we've made for other people. Mm-hmm. So Sarah, what's your, your top advice for dealing with criticism? Um, I mean, I feel like I, <laughs> this is kind of like my, always my go-to, but I think a big thing is just like being honest with the person who's giving it to you and telling them like why you're doing it. Um, I feel like Peter, sometimes you give me criticism, even though it's small, you know, and then it's like, well, the reason that I put a whole freaking zucchini in our brownies was because we have a bunch and like, I was trying to like get some extra veggies in and then you're like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like I get it, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like um, any spouse, you know, who's giving you a hard time, like they just want you to be healthy and happy. And so if you tell them, you know, I'm just trying this out so I feel better. It's like you're saying like, like, hey, like I'm coming from a good place. Exactly. Like don't be so hard on me because I'm looking out for your best interest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, it's just, and it's totally honest. Yep. What about you? You you gave some good advice. Well, yeah, I guess I guess my my first thought is like, who's it from? Yep. Who's who's the criticism coming from? Because unless it's somebody that you personally want to be eating healthier, then just disregard it. Um, because your spouse and anyone else that you have to cook for on a regular basis is top priority. So, um, but yeah, I mean, criticism, it can be, it can be brutal, but you know, I mean, everybody's taste buds are different. Um, like Sarah said, like they, they may not really be thinking about like your best intentions for creating that recipe in the first place, but never take it personally. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess just like stay positive through it. Rise above Mm-hmm. So dealing with criticism. All right. Next tip is to have some fun. I think, um, you know, health and cooking in general can become a chore. Even we do it. Some nights I just wish we could watch Glee and have dessert. and But we have to do the dishes and make juice for tomorrow and make lunch. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, some ways that we make it more fun and um, bearable is Peter's really great about turning on Spotify yeah. and getting some good jams going. Um, so that's one way. Another way is to cook with friends. Mm-hmm. Or one thing I've been really loving this summer is cooking outside. So like we'll bring, we'll go down, we um, rent an apartment and so We'll go down to the pool and they have these really nice barbecues and on Friday they clean them. So we'll go down on Friday when they're like super nice and clean and um, Peter will manage the grill and I'll just like chop up a bunch of vegetables 
and something about cooking outside it just takes the pressure off you're out in nature yeah it's so much more relaxing yeah um yeah my my advice okay my advice for you if you can be like me which can be a little bit stressed out when it comes to making food in the kitchen sometimes like for me one example is um making pad thai that can be i don't know what it is but it's this recipe that's like everything it's all about like timing with the whole thing and i can get like really stressed out so like i have to just like stay in my zone um so if you are the type that tends to get stressed out and maybe that's the whole reason why you're listening to this episode um i would say try and keep it light don't overthink it just try and roll with like whatever comes your way and if it gets too much just you know take a break come back but like what sarah was saying if you can just come into the kitchen put some some music on to fit whatever mood you're in and even if it's like zen music something that's like more relaxing um that will just it will make it a more enjoyable experience which is key Mm-hmm. to doing it on a regular basis mm-hmm. uh outside of like you know your environment and doing it if you're just kind of like stumped and like just like not really feeling it maybe um taking like a cooking class might be something that could re-inspire you um peter and i just went to this cooking class which we never we never really go to um but just for fun one of the juice bars they put on a a raw cooking class and um we went with some friends and it was just like fun to see how other people do things and get like some new ideas uh just a little bit of inspiration so check that out um I don't, I'm trying to think like health food markets, they usually do cooking classes or they post or um, like I know in Seattle, like PCC does cooking classes. So just kind of look around. I'm sure you can find some in your area, Um, but that's a fun way to um, get inspired in the kitchen. Great idea, Sarah. Okay. So I feel like we are coming to a closing. Let's finish up with our, our giveaway for this episode so for the giveaway head over to the healthbeat the healthbeat dot us forward slash hb26 and you'll see the show notes but down below you'll see our little download area and we want to give you two things the first thing is going to be the dinner experience, which is like a little mini program that Sarah and I created about a year ago, which is it's all about um, like a format for coming home and and transitioning into dinner time and using it as a relaxing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have like recommendations for like Spotify playlists and and just like different things that you can do to kind of like wind down and then transition into dinner time. Really helpful. And then the second thing is um, it's actually it's just going to be a link to a blog post. And I don't know if this is going to be in the download area. Maybe it'll just be with the show notes. But it's going to be for five ways to turn up the fun in the kitchen, which is a, a post that we did a while back. Mm-hmm. But we've gotten a lot of really great feedback for it and then next week we're going to be talking about how to get your spouse eating healthy because this is one question 
we get a lot of requests about how do I get my husband to eat healthy? How do I get my boyfriend to eat healthy? Um, sorry, guys, but you're usually the ones that the ladies have a hard time getting to eat healthy. So we're going to cover that next week. Okay, then. Till next week on The Health Beat. Is there a healthy habit you're trying to lock down? If so, check out thehealthbeat.us, a community to hold you accountable.